1: This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.
0: Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday's Sports on the Sports History Network. Today, me and my friend and football historian Dave DiPaolo will continue our discussion on the Dallas Cowboys draft picks over the years. And towards the end of this uh, podcast, we'll, Dave will also be discussing some of the all-time greatest years of the draft in the NFL. Uh, 1964, for example, had 10, no less than 10, Hall of Famers that were drafted. So stay tuned. Hope you enjoy the podcast.
2: They
0: couldn't stop them.
2: That's yeah. unbelievable. And they went, uh, you know, well, the next the, the next biggest player they drafted after that was Dorsett in 77. Right. And they picked up Dorsett and Tony Hill both in, in the 77 draft. Uh, Tony Hill in the third well, round. I guess
0: we don't, <clears throat> we kind of skipped over him, but. There's not really much to say that hasn't already been said, and that seventy-five draft, of course, was Randy White.
2: We did skim yeah. over him, but we've talked about yeah. him over the. He was the look, like I said, one of the greatest defensive tackles ever to play the game. You know, and they picked them up from the Giants. I mean, they they got an extra pick for the Craig Morton. Like I used to say to Steve Summers, they traded Morton. The guy was a stiff. <laughs> And they got Randy white for him. It was unbelievable yeah. you know he was he was he was one of the best ever he really was they i I was listening to a uh, I think it was uh um the guy that does a lot of the cowboy podcast the very uh, Spagnola Mickey Spagnola uh-huh. and he was he was saying you know it was last year in January and he's his birthdays in January and he says Randy white turned seventy today. Um, actually no, it was this this past year where they played the 49ers? Right. and he says, well, if we had him uh, this weekend against the 49ers, he goes he goes, we wouldn't have too many things to worry about he says <laughs> he And one guy says, yeah, he might still be able to play he says <laughs>
0: <laughs> Now um, one of
2: the best oh, Mark
0: yeah. and they didn't know where to put him at first. He played defensive end in college, right?
2: Yes, he was different number. He had a different number too. Ninety-four, I
0: think. Number ninety-four. Yes. And they didn't know where to put him. They, they yeah. thought they were grooming him to take Leroy Jordan's place at middle linebacker.
2: Not, nah, didn't work out nah. too good, right? No, they really
0: didn't know where to put. Him. And Randy White really wasn't that big compared to nah. no, no. Came out of college. I think he only weighed about
2: 240. Yeah. He he did work his way up to about 270 at the very yeah. end. A- 87, 86, right around there. You could actually see it, you know, when you watched him on television. But he became a lot thicker. But um, by today's standards, it's yeah. mild.
0: Now, uh, 77, they worked out a deal with uh, the Seahawks, right? There you Dorsett. go. It's right. The Seahawks could have had him. That's and right. The Buccaneers,
2: um, a buddy? The Buccaneers uh, picked Ricky Bell ahead of Dorsett, I think. That, that's right, they did. And um a buddy of mine who's a 49er fan, not as old as us, he's in his late 40s now. He would hear these things. He was. We were talking about this one day, and he was saying, how did they get all these guys? Like the Cowboys. I mean, they had a good team in the 70s, and then they pick up Tony Dorsett. Yeah. I said, that's, <laughs> you know, they were kind of, kind of wheelers and dealers, right? Kind of? Yeah, they
0: knew what they were doing. The Seahawks could have had him, and Tampa Bay could have had him. Tampa Bay picked Ricky Bell, and he did <coughs> – Ricky Bell had a couple good seasons, and then he got some kind of rare blood disorder. The poor guy died.
2: Imagine that. Imagine that. Yeah, I mean, you know, that was a big pickup for them, though, because before Dorsett, they had two. I mean, they had um, uh, Preston Pearson, who was very good, but he was kind of a. Special team. He was nothing like Dorsett as far as an all-around no. runner, and neither was Robert Newhouse. Robert Newhouse was good, yeah. but no, he, you weren't going to. Nobody was going to lose any sleep over Robert Newhouse. No, you know. No. So that that really bolstered their team.
0: Yeah. And who else was in that <clears throat> 77? Oh,
2: seventy-seven? 77, yeah. Mark that. They had, they had, yeah, that Jim Cooper. I think was in there, Jim wasn't he? Cooper.
0: Yeah. He
2: was uh, another good offensive lineman. Tony Hill was there. uh Tony Hill. Yes, Tony, Tony Hill. And they picked that pick up, believe it or not. They traded John Nyland to the Eagles, and they got that extra pick in the third round. They picked up Tony yeah, Hill.
0: That's how they got Tony Hill.
2: Wow. How about that? Wow. Yeah, they were wheeling and dealing. No, they really were, Mark. And then they... You know, in 78, they had a pretty – not too good of a draft. Their first-round pick was Larry Bethea. I thought, they, I think they thought he was going to be better than he actually turned out. Let me just back
0: up for a minute. Uh, Where is uh, – Go ahead, where's, Mark. Where uh, is Butch Johnson in there?
2: Butch Johnson was uh, – he's right around there. Let me just 77? see. Um, They picked up Glenn Carano. Yeah. Also, by the way, he was a backup quarterback, um, and they also picked up Andrew Andy Frederick, a backup right. lineman. But I'm I'm not seeing, and they also picked up Dave Stalls, who ended up going to the Raiders eventually. He was a pretty yeah. decent lineman on defense yeah. for them. Well, I, mean, well, I'm, uh, I I I I you know that's a good that's a good thing. Uh, Mark was, do you think he could have been a free agent? Oh, no. I take it back, Mark. I take it back. He was The Cowboys had three third-round picks in 1976. Three. Wow. And two second-round picks. Okay? So they had a first, two seconds, and three thirds. And in that 76 draft, they picked up Aaron Kyle- Butch Johnson and Tom Rafferty with three of those six picks. Wow, those are good picks. You know, uh, I'm. Not, I don't I, personally, Mark. You know, I never watched a lot of college football, but I I kind of always watched. The, I actually went to a draft. I think what was the year that uh, the Rams took Orlando Pace? Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> Was that 96 or 97?
0: Yeah, I'll be one of the somewhere around there.
2: I think, I want to say it was 96 mm-hmm. or 97. That's I, I, I went to that draft down in New York City yeah. with a buddy of mine. It was pretty yeah. good. <clears throat> you know, we went down on the train. We walked over to, uh, they didn't have it at Madison. I'm not sure if they had it at Madison Square Garden at the time. It might have been at that big hotel in Times Square. Uh-huh. I can't remember the name of it. But I met Joe, I met Joe Beningo that day at the draft. We yeah. hooked up Beningo from WFAN. <laughs> he was there with all these Jets cra- Jets fans. And I finally, I had yeah. his number, and we, we ended up meeting up that day. That's when I was really <clears throat> calling the fan a lot. But it was pretty fun going down there for that, I got to <laughs> tell you. Um but uh, I forgot who the Cowboys even took that, that late. They had some terrible drafts in the 90s, Mark. Yeah. Some of their drafts were brutal. There was a period of six or seven years in the 1990s that were absolutely horrific. Yeah. You know? But getting back to the 70s, they ended up in 79, their their last uh, year of the draft. Uh, they said, ended up picking up Ron Springs. said 78, Seventy-eight was Bethea, yes. First round pick. And He was really good. And they picked the only other Yeah, the only other guy really that made a uh, impact from that draft was Dennis Thurman, an eleventh round pick. Thurman was good, yep.
0: Thurman and Bethea. Yeah.
2: Now it's Bethea. Thurman and Bethea. Those were their
0: two Is Bethea the one that got messed up on drugs?
2: he did, he did. Yeah. i think in the end I, th- I think in the end he was working at a 711 yeah. and he ended up uh he ended up taking his own life if you yeah. if you could believe that imagine that um they could have had another guy if he panned out for them mark the ironic part is he didn't want to play the position they were putting him at and he ended up being coming an all-pro player at that position. And that would be uh second round pick, Todd Christensen. Oh yeah. Yep.
0: That's right. I forgot about him.
2: He came out as a running back tight end. Landry moved him to tight end. He said he didn't want to play it and they 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 shipped him yeah. out.
0: Then he wound up playing tight end for the Raiders.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and he was very good at it. Did they have, didn't they? He uh Did they he, have, uh He passed away recently, Mark. Very young. He was not old. A couple was it two years ago? I think he passed away, or a few years ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He was he was uh, not he was not very old, and he died young. He went into announcing right after he retired. He was announcing.
2: He did it. He was very. He was very good at it. He was a very bright guy.
0: They have Jim Zorn. Jim yeah. Zorn.
2: Didn't they pick? Yes, they they picked him up, Jim Zorn, for uh, I think that uh, didn't Seattle end up getting him uh, from the Cowboys yeah. somehow? For was that the Tony Dorsett Century or no? He
0: might have been involved. Maybe might have been involved. Yeah.
2: I I think I I thought yeah. he was. <laughs> Another thing we didn't mention. 10th round pick in 77, they picked up Steve DeBerg. I think the guy played like 20 years. I
0: forgot about him.
2: They picked him up, Mark. I don't think he ever played a down for the Cowboys, did he? I don't
0: remember him ever playing. No.
2: No? But in 79, they had three good picks right in a row, right off the out of the gates. They picked up Robert Shaw. Aaron Mitchell and Doug Cosby. Well, those guys were all starters, and Robert Shaw got hurt, I think right? He
0: blew out his knee. He was a center, at what? right? Was he a center? He was supposed to take yes, over for John Fitzgerald. And I think he was yep. really good. They
2: had big plans yeah, for him, Mark. He really good. Yep.
0: I think he blew out his knee, and this was still, you know, 1979. He still didn't have the technology that they have today, the medical technology. so no, um, yeah, they, did they didn't. It. They just didn't have the technology yet. Otherwise, they might have been able to do something, you know. But I remember he would, they had, yeah, you're right. They had big plans for him. He was going to take over for John Fitzgerald and uh, tore up his knee. That was the end of
2: him. Yes, yeah. they picked up uh, they picked up Ron Springs in the fifth round, and they picked up Bruce Thornton in the eighth round. <clears throat> and uh, but that Doug caused me that third. That was a great pick yeah, in the I third round. He was very underrated.
0: <clears throat> he didn't really get the recognition. I thought he was a tremendous tight end.
2: Yeah, I don't know what his last year was. It it didn't seem like he played. Uh, did he even I don't even think he lasted ten years. Did he?
0: No, I don't think so. Maybe eight, maybe eight years, nine years. Yeah, I think he had uh, some kind of injury. I don't remember if it was backish. He
2: was a real, yeah, he was a real oh, solid yeah. guy. Mark, very solid. That that was uh,
0: Uh, Those are some good picks
2: there in 79. No, they were good. They added to the, you know, Timmy Newsome came in 1980. They picked up Kurt Peterson. He was a big team sergeant for them for a number of years on the offensive line. They gave up two first-round picks in 1980. Remember for who, uh, Mark? Gave up two picks in 1980. First and second-round choices where they gave them up, uh, they were they were looking for a big time player. They picked this guy up, and they gave up two picks for him. High picks. Nineteen eighty. He was a defensive player. He joined the team in eighty. Yep. John. Dutton. And they thought John he'd make Dutton. a bit. Yep. That's right. That's right. John Dutton. That's look. That's a lot. That would never yeah. happen today. The, um, no, you you don't give up – they don't give up p- p- picks like that anymore. Like, some of these players who are pretty good, they end up getting traded to other teams, and they give up like a sixth or eighth-round pick for – seventh-round pick for them now. I think it's only seven rounds yeah. now, the draft. But, I mean, it's – it's th- that was unheard of, yeah. giving up two high picks like that for a player. You know? Uh, Timmy Newsom, And you look – Timmy Timmy Newsom came in the sixth round. Yeah. That was he was another guy out of a small yeah, college. He was good. He was a good player.
0: Yeah. John yep. Dutton. He he uh well, he,
2: John Dutton Kurt. Uh yep. Jethro
0: Pugh and Larry Cole had retired, right?
2: Yes, exactly. And Jones went <sighs> into boxing. Imagine Did that. I'm,
0: I'm trying to remember now. Did they get John Dutton to take Ed Jones' place? I think seventy. That's right. I think seventy-nine is when Ed Jones went to the to the boxing for that one year.
2: Yes. Yes, but the thing about Dutton is he ended up playing at tackle That's a lot. That's
0: right, because because Ed Jones came back after the one year. He did the one year of boxing, then he came back, and then Larry Cole, and Jethro Pupo right. retired.
2: Yes, yeah, that's how that worked. That's right. That's how that worked yeah. out. And I, you know, I looked, I looked over these '80s drafts, and the big, big, tr- big one there, really, if you look at the decade of the '80s, was. Uh, and they had some bizarre picks in the eighties. Remember, they drafted Carl Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> they were
0: they were hoping he'd be another Bob Hayes, I guess.
2: <laughs> they drafted him in '84, Mark. Wasn't he? And that was the year he was in the Olympics, yep, wasn't it? '84. Yep. And then the next year they drafted Herschel Walker in '85. How, how bizarre right, was that? Because he was uh, he joined the USFL. And that's when nobody played wanted in a, yeah. to draft
0: him because they figured, well, he, he's going to go to the USFL. So, But the Cowboys were always willing to take a risk. They were always willing to take a risk. They figured this league isn't going to last. So as soon as that league folds up, we got Herschel Walker. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Fifth round
2: that's right. Fifth there was round another pick.
0: guy. There was another offense. I think it was an offensive tackle, maybe 80 or 81. Same thing happened to him as Robert Shaw, I think. Uh, Howard Richards.
2: First round pick, pick, Mark, you hit it right on the head. I think
0: the same thing happened to him. He tore up his knee. And they had big plans.
2: That wasn't a bad, I looked at it as a, Go back and look at that 81 draft, Mark. You talk about Howard Richards uh, out of Missouri. And then followed by <laughs> Doug Donnelly. And they picked up the Glenn Titans, sir. He became a starter wow. at one point. And they picked up Scott Pellor in the fourth round. And they picked up uh, Ron Fellows in the <clears> seventh <throat> round. So they, they had a pretty decent draft there in 1981. He was a free agent. agent. Another free agent. Another. Free, imagine that. Another one. A lot of people try to make a case for Emerson Walls for the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Um, uh, you know, people do talk about uh, that. He was
0: he was an uh, ex- excellent player, but I forgot that he was a free agent. Unbelievable! Imagine How that many free agents they got.
2: He said he lived right in the neighborhood. He had walked to the training <laughs> facility. Unbelievable. How about that, did he come in with? Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't see him on the list. Uh, 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 Mark, you would know. Was Was Michael Downs a free agent too? Uh, it's, possible. it's possible. I think he yeah. was, Mark. That's very possible. I think they both. I think they both came in the same year. Imagine, Michael Downs was a very yeah. good player. Yep.
0: Yeah. He was there you know for
2: quite a few years. Michael Downs came in. I looked I was looking at the I was looking at the decade of the eighties, Mark, and I looked at the first round picks. I had a list of them from eighty. They didn't have a pick in nineteen eighty, but we talked about that because of no. John Dutton. But then in nineteen eighty one they had Howard Richards. Eighty two they had Rod Hill. He was a. He, you can consider him a bust. Yeah. Uh 83 Jim Jeffcoat very good Jeffco, very good. Yeah. Um and then another guy that got injured in 1984 he was a linebacker. You remember who that was? I think his father played with the Cowboys. Got hurt. 84 got hurt. He was a linebacker. Uh, and he was out of those t- he was another one out of those Texas college and he didn't play long. He got injured. I think he only played, I think, one year, and then he. that was the end of it for him, I think. I got, I'd got. i have to look to check up on that, but Billy Cannon Jr. Oh, yeah. That's right.
0: Imagine that. Yep, his father played. I think we skipped over. Bob. They had big hope. I think we skipped over Bob Brunig, too, that 75 draft.
2: What? Bob Brunig, phenomenal. Fourth-round pick out of Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, you're right. That was the 75 the Dirty Dozen draft. Um, there was a guy that was really steady player, huh?
0: Yeah. And I think uh, his career got cut short. I think he only played nine years because he had uh, lower back problems. Yeah. He had some really bad lower back But he was – he had at least a good five years in a row. Where I think he was Pro Bowl, <clears throat> made Pro Bowl quite a few times.
2: You know, I I I met him once. He was in a. I went to the Forty Nine er playoff game in, and that was a playoff game. I'm sorry, regular season uh-huh. game. When the Forty Nine ers upset, they upset the Cowboys. I think it, I think it was in '95. Right. Steve Young was out for the game and. They ended up starting Elvis Gerbach. And about four or five rows in front of me, yeah, you remember that game, Mark, or no? I remember that. Four or five rows in front of me, there's this guy, he's he's all white hair. Yeah. And he turns around, and I could see it. It's Bob Bruning. Yeah. And so I make my way down, and he was in this little enclosed off section. I think it was probably maybe for former players, because believe it or not, Thomas Henderson was over there too, yeah. <laughs> and Bob Brunig. I watched him. He went back to his seat, and he. I think his son was with him. It was a younger. It was. A, it was a. It was a teenage boy, I think, or maybe it could have been in his twenties. But and he was pointing up, and he was pointing back at me, and he's saying, "You know, that guy recognized me. He thought it was a. You know, he thought yeah. it was a big deal that you know that yeah. I recognized who he was."
0: Yeah, those guys get forgotten about. Them.
2: Imagine that he was a. You're right though. He had back problems. You're right about that. Yeah, but he was a smart player. He was. He was very good. (laughs) Very good. But you're right. We he was. He came in in that 75 draft. But uh, you know the 87 draft. I'm talking about the 80s drafts. 87 produced seven starters. Um. It produced um, at one time. They weren't all consistent starters, but at one time or another, all these guys started. Mm-hmm. Danny Noonan, um, nice. Ron Francis, Jeff Zimmerman, the offensive lineman. He played a little. Mm-hmm. He started a few games. Um, Kelvin Martin who was actually better. He was pretty good. Kelvin cool Martin, team. I liked him. He ended up making that big, big catch in the '92 championship game. That Hope little touchdown guy that catch he had. Um
0: is that the guy that called Kmart? Um Yeah.
2: I think so, yeah, yes. Yeah. That's right. Um he probably shouldn't have started this guy here, but he did end up starting remember yeah. Kevin Sweeney. That that was a mistake.
0: Started going downhill. Eighty seven.
2: <laughs> Went yeah. 87. And Kevin Gogan. All those guys were starters at one point, even just for maybe a game or two. But so Gogan was very good. Gogan lasted a long time. was pretty I like. good with
0: them. I liked him a lot. Kevin Gogan. Because
2: yeah, he, was a, he, was nasty he was a nasty guy.
0: I what I remember about him is you did not take a cheap shot at his quarterback. He'd go crazy. If you took a cheap no. shot at his quarterback, he'd be uh, he'd go right after you. He would attack, and I like that about him. He he really defended his uh, defended his teammate. The guy was huge. He had to be like
2: 330. Oh, he, yeah, he was a monster, <clears throat> and. Uh, you know, there there was an interview in that uh, that Great Wall of Dallas mm-hmm. video, Mark. And he says, I'll tell, tell you, I wasn't the most talented guy, but you're right. He goes, I would take a cheap shot yeah I, I would do whatever I needed to do, he <laughs> said. <laughs> yeah, he was, he, he ended up going to, I think he ended up, at one point he ended up on yeah. the 49ers. Yeah, he he moved around. I think he played um, for the
0: Raiders. Yeah, he moved around a lot. But I liked it. Yeah. Right? I liked Kevin Gogan.
2: You're right. He was on the He got in fact, I think at one time he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated the as the player. uh as the nastiest yeah. yes. like the Conrad
0: Dobler of his
2: stack <laughs> No, you're right yeah. about that. Um. Here was this was an odd pick, Mark. I don't know if you could sh- shed any light on this pick. But in, in in 1988, obviously they drafted Michael Irvin in the first round. They picked up Kenny Norton in the second round, two great picks. And then in the fifth round, they gave up some draft choices for a guy named Ron Essing. You remember him? He was a left tackle. And he played for the Seattle Seahawks. He was very, yeah. very good. He, um, yeah, he was a real solid player. He was—I think he was born in New Zealand. I, I knew there was there was something going on, um, but he was a really talented player. And I don't know, the Cowboys gave up two picks. Um, they gave up a cho- maybe at least. They gave up the fifth round pick. There may be another one. I can't. Don't quote me on that. And he never. I don't think he ever played a single down for the Cowboys. I'm just wondering what the yeah. heck happened with that.
0: Well, I don't really remember that one.
2: I remember him playing because my buddy was a yeah. big Raider fan, and at that around this time he had a satellite. This so we, I watched the Raiders almost oh. every week with him. I would bring my I would bring my television set up to his house. And he'd hook up another feed where I could watch the Cowboy games before I actually wow. put my dish in. And I remember seeing Ron Essingham because the Raiders played the Seahawks a lot. And the guy was very good. The Cowboys gave up this pick for me. And he never, I don't think he ever oh, played yeah. it down for them. Yeah. yeah. That's you know? And then, in, of course, in 89, when now the draft choices started to get crazy with with Jimmy Johnson. But they did pick up Troy Aikman. Landry was taking yeah. Aikman anyway. Um, yeah, people you know forget I mean? that
0: uh, Landry was there when. Who were the three guys? Uh, Irvin, right? Irvin was drafted when Landry That's was right. there. Uh, yes, who was he was. the other guy Kevin Gogan?
2: And so was Ken Norton. Right, Ken Norton. It was the- Yep,
0: there's draft picks when Landry was still there.
2: Yeah, in '89 they picked up Aikman, they picked up Daryl Johnston, they picked up Stepnowski. they picked up Tony Tolbert. I mean that did I mean they picked up uh, the the those were the main guys. Yeah, they picked up those were the four main right. guys they got in '89. All very, Tony Tolbert, solid. He was yeah. a solid player. Uh, out of out of Texas El Paso, he was very good. Um, Stepnasky was tremendous. Out of Pittsburgh, he was a real technician. They picked him up in the third round. Daryl Johnson, second round pick, and of course Aikman, the first round pick. You know, uh, you look at you 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 know that they were built. And then the following year, obviously Emmett Smith in the first round. Oh, those were those were all those those were all building blocks. To, to that '90s team, I mean, there were, th- those were a lot of big time players right yeah. there. Yeah. You know, that was a good deal. Uh Those were, yes, those were those were very very solid guys. I mean, that that was the beginning of that. Uh, you, as you look through the '90s, and really, I'm going to be honest with you, that '91 draft. Uh, The 91 draft, there was um, like five five big contributors in that draft. Um, And after that, though, the draft started – well, no, I take that back. 92 and 93, they added three more big contributors for that 90s team and four more Mm -hmm. in 93. Um, But, uh, you know, after that, their draft started to fade. Yeah. in the late 90, the mid to late nineties, they started getting crazy. But in that 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 uh, that ninety one draft, they had Russell Maryland. He was very good. They had Alvin Harper. He was very good. Dixon Edwards was very yep. good at linebacker. And they picked up Eric right. Williams. They see they started stockpiling picks. Think of this, Mark. In the ninety one draft, they had three first oh, yeah. round picks, a second round pick, three <laughs> third round picks. Three fourth round, four, four fourth round picks. Imagine this. And that's where they picked up Eric Williams with one of those fourth round picks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then in '93, they picked up a couple of more guys. They picked up Kevin Williams. Remember the receiver? They picked up Darren Smith, yep. the linebacker. And they picked up they picked up a backup guard who was actually very good. He ended up becoming a starter with the Giants. Ron Stone, and then they picked up, yeah, they picked up Brock right. Marion, the safety, who ended up, uh, you know, right. But uh, the drafts started to fade, Mark, yes. in the in the nineties because between between ninety five, I think, and uh, I think ninety five to ninety five in two thousand and two, be between. Those, 95, 96, 7, 8, 9, 2000, that's that's eight years. I think out of those eight years, they only got six starting players. That's That's it. Six starting players. (laughs) No. They they started to get spruced up a a little between 90, I'm sorry, between 2003 and 2006. They started getting split, but that's because Parcells right. was there. Parcells picked up six pro bowlers. Parcells drafted um, – you know, Parcells dra- had some pretty good drafts that yeah. people forget about, you know, because they, they started changing. It was like a co- uh, t- coaches, uh, you know, between Shan um, Gailey and then uh, uh, Dave Campo, they finally – you know, they finally ironed things out, and they got Parcells in 2003. But he picked up uh, Terrence Newman, Jason Witten, and, and they, then he picked up DeMarcus yeah. Ware, uh, Miriam Barber the III. Picked, he picked up Jay Ratliff, who was pretty good for about six or seven years. And they pick, he picked up a couple other guys, uh, Anthony Spencer, uh, I mean, uh, Jason Hatcher. But really, he had a few good drafts here. One, not too good draft, 2004. Really, outside of Julius Jones, they had no really. Well, they had Patrick Creighton; he was a receiver, but not too many good picks in that that draft there. But started to come around a lot better than these uh, those 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 ninety late nineties drafts. Listen to these first round picks; they were terrible. Shante Carver, nineteen ninety four, he was a first round pick. The guy was terrible. And then in ninety five, Sherman Williams, the guy was our backup running back. He Nothing ever became of them. These are first round picks. Another defensive end, uh-huh. Kavika Pittman. See, they were trying to replace uh, Charles Haley, who had uh-huh. a bad back. And they just ended up getting the uh, first, another first-round pick, David LaFleur. You can consider him another busted yeah. tight end. Uh-huh. And though in 98 and 99, they had two back-to-back drafts, first round, second round, Greg Ellis and Flozell uh-huh. Adams. Um the rest of the draft was a bust. Um, look at the rest of these guys; they were nobodies. And then another bust in '99 in the first round: Ebenezer Acuon. I mean, they, they could have got Ebenezer Scrooge; he would have been better. These these picks were terrible. Mark in the late rounds of the '90s. And no wonder their teams. Were, you know, just think about it. Those are that's an actual. That's now you can see why they just went into complete. In the early two thousands, the team was terrible five and eleven three years in a row. How can you? How can you overcome that many yeah, terrible draft picks? You can't you can't? Yeah, right. That was that's terrible. You know they've redeemed themselves. I did. I'll give Jerry credit where credit is due. He did redeem himself in the last several years. I mean, recently he's had some very good drafts. You know you can't take that away from the. 20, 2016 draft was very good for Jerry Jones. You got to give him that. You yeah. know, um, there was a couple other drafts too. I mean, they 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 you know, but uh, some of, some of those drafts were absolutely absolutely brutal. Well, let me look over. I just I just want to look at some of those those late 2000 drafts. But they had they had some pretty good drafts and. I mean, they picked up Zach Martin and Demarcus Lawrence in 2014. They picked up Prescott Elliott and they picked up Jalen Smith. He didn't really pan out like they thought he was gonna. That was 2016, but they picked up contributors. Um, but back, uh, probably the 90s. I think it was the 97, the 2007 draft and the 97 draft. Those were there were some terrible drafts there. And in, in 2000, in twenty uh, 2007. I'm sorry, not 2007. They picked up Anthony, he wasn't bad. They picked up Isaiah, Stanback. Doug Free, he wasn't bad offensive lineman. Nick Folk, he was a pretty good he was a pretty good kicker. But uh there was uh, the 2009 draft. Not one, they had 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12. They had 13 picks in 2009. Not one guy started in that draft. Not one single guy. Awful, oh. terrible draft. Two thousand nine. Um, they had pretty good guys in twenty ten. They redeemed themselves with Des Bryant and Sean Lee. He was another good player, Mark. He was he was a guy that was cu- typical linebacker yes. that you would like, real smart guy out of Penn State. <clears throat> You know, they got Randy Jones they got ran Byron Jones in twenty fifteen. He was a starter for a few years, but I was never crazy about him. He gave up that big play in the playoff game when they played yeah. the Packers in 2016. He gave up that play to that uh he was covering the tight end there, I think Cook. The Rogers through the 30 something yards, I think it was 32. It was like fourth down in, in a country mile. And the guy can I'm not kidding. They picked up like 31 that's yards or something on that play. That's, that was yeah, inexcusable. Just,
0: that that is inexcusable.
2: You can't give that up. But I mean, those 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 early drafts that we talked about in the 60s and and that's what really helped build that dynasty, you know, the Cowboys through the like you said in the beginning of the thing, 20 straight yep. winning years, 20 straight winning seasons. 18 out of 20 years in the playoffs. You know, I, the for, the uh the, the Patriots are really the only team that could match that, Yeah, really.
0: They had uh, 19 19 winning seasons in a row, right? They almost tied it. Yeah,
2: uh, something like that, right? It.
0: But uh, yeah, five uh, the Cowboys had five NFC titles, two Super Bowl titles. Twenty winning seasons in a row, and you know you got to give a lot of credit to Gil Brandt and those those guys on the scouting team. Unbelievable!
2: And I think they were using computers, Mark, before anybody it, else, weren't yeah, they? Yeah,
0: they were using the computers. And uh, and it was was uh, Red Hickey involved in the in the draft?
2: <laughs>
0: and I thought so. Yes,
2: he was. Yeah. It's funny you bring that up. Yeah, not too many people yeah, know he, about him.
0: He coached the 49ers, right? In the 50s. Uh, then he, he uh, joined the Cowboys, and uh, he, he was very uh, useful for the Cowboys. He's the one that had the shotgun. Yep.
2: Yes, he did. Yep. He yes, he the did. 49ers. They, brought they brought it back. They brought it back, Mark. I picked up a couple of. I picked out about five drafts, Mark, and these are older ones. That yeah, I wonder if you consider there was about five drafts that people toss around as being the greatest drafts of all time, not cowboys right. NFL drafts. And one of them, they, one of them, they claim was the uh, of the greatest. Well, they say it might have been the greatest uh, defensive uh, draft of all time, where they took um, a lot of uh, great defensive players. I think was that sixty nineteen sixty seven uh, draft where there was uh, Lem Barney, Willie Lanier, Alan Page, um, Kenny Houston. All these guys were; these are guys. Those, I believe, those guys were all, Hall of, right. Famers, all Hall of Famers. Correct? Hall of Famers. And, and in addition to that, in addition to those guys, um, they also, Rayfield Wright, Gene Upshaw, Floyd Little, and Bob wow. Greasy. So a lot of people consider that one of the greatest drafts of all time, 67. That's hard to beat. <laughs> are... That's hard, to right? That's exactly. Um, some people say that the 81 draft might have been better As far as defensive, they claim that Lawrence Taylor was there, of course. And then Kenny Easley was the second. He came in the first round. And then Ronnie Lott. Those three guys were in the top eight of the draft picks. Those three guys came in the top eight picks. And then to add to that, Dennis Smith, the great player for uh, the uh, Broncos, Mike Singletary, Howie Long, and Ricky Jackson. A lot of people think that was the greatest defensive draft of all I time. Don't know. Uh, it'd be
0: hard to pick between '67 and '81. It'd be hard to pick one over the other. They were both.
2: Yeah, I mean, and then draft. it's it's yes. it's there's a lot of great players, Mark, they claim that '64. Could have been the greatest draft of all time because there was 10 Hall of Famers. Now, we there was three of them on the Cowboys alone we talked about earlier, Hayes, Staubach, and Renfro. But in addition to that was Paul yeah. Krause, okay, the all-time right. interception leader, Carl Eller, Leroy Kelly, Paul Warfield, Dave Wilcox, Bob Brown, and Charlie right. Taylor. All those guys in '64. <laughs> that's amazing. What do you what do you think of that, class? you think that's? T- I mean, I look at that class and I say, I mean, those are, you know, those guys are. I mean, that's just, that's that's yeah. ten Hall of Famers. I don't know if you could beat that. But
0: those are some big names there.
2: And there one guy gave a. I was one guy I was looking at. He loved. He said possibly the uh, well. There was a couple classes he said they could rival that. He thought the 57 class could rival that class, which was Jim Brown came uh-huh. out of 57, Paul Horning, Len Dawson, okay, Sonny Jurgensen, Jim uh-huh. Parker, and then Tommy McDonald, Gene Hickerson, Don Maynard, and Henry Jordan. All of those guys are yeah. Hall of Famers. Wow. I mean, you'd have to just rank Hall of Famers against Hall of Famers. I guess how, how would you even go again? How would you even judge that?
0: Yeah, it'd be hard. <laughs> be hard to judge.
2: Those are four. <laughs> four I mean, years. People, pe- people forget. People forget. Mark this. A lot of people forget that Sonny Jurgensen's in the mm. Hall of Fame. Did you ever know? A lot of people if you, mm, you talk to, they right. don't remember
0: that. Because uh, when he started with the Eagles, they had. Norm Van Brocklin, right? So, he didn't really get to play that much because they had Van Brocklin. Then, uh, he had some good years with the Eagles. Uh, After Van Brocklin retired, then he went to the Redskins. And he always talks about the 19... Well, the Redskins weren't good, see? So, that's why he kind of... Neither were the Eagles. I guess that has a lot to do with it. They, uh, <clears throat> most of the teams he played for, were not good teams. The Eagles in the '60s weren't good. The Redskins in the '60s weren't good. But he always talks about the one year that he had Vince Lombardi as his coach. He always talks about that's that. right. He said if I have Vince Lombardi People. as my coach for my whole
2: career. I would have been on. Uh, People yeah. forget about that. Um, in '61, Mark the seven Hall of Famers came out of that class. We talked about Lily, but also with Lily came Herb Adderley, Tarkington, Jimmy Johnson, the cornerback for the 49ers, Billy Shaw, and Deacon Jones, wow. and Mike Ditka. So that was a great class as well. '61.
0: Hey. <laughs> Those are some incredible. Uh, Years you're mentioning there.
2: Some people think 83, Mark, was the greatest just because of the quarterbacks. They had Marino, Kelly, and Elway. Then you had Eric Dickerson, Er Daryl Green, and Bruce Matthews, six Hall of Famers right off the bat. But then there uh, there was a host of very, very good players coming out of that draft. Uh, You had Carl Mecklenburg, Richard Dent, Anthony Carter, Roger Craig was there, Leonard Marshall. Albert Lewis, who was very underrated for the Chiefs, and Joey Browner. So all those guys wow. were 83. That was a great draft, if you look at that. Yeah, it was. And, I mean, last but not least for these lists, some people think that the 89 draft was the greatest with the first five picks. Well, not so much the second pick, but they had Troy Aikman, Tony Manderich, who people said he was a bust, but he – he evened out a little. He ended up playing with the with somebody. I, th- I don't know if he went, went left the, the Packers. Colts. I think he went with the Colts. He did pretty good. Yep, you're right. And, of course, Barry Sanders, Derek Thomas, and Deion Sanders. They say that that might have been the greatest of of, of the first five picks. That could have been the greatest the class of all time.
0: Why? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Imagine that.
0: <laughs> it's hard to beat any of these. It'd be
2: hard to get one over the other. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, and you know, there was other guys out of that draft. Steve Atwater came out of that draft. Andre Risen, Eric Metcalf, yeah, Ray Crockett, uh, Marion Butts, Mark Slareth. There was a bunch of other really good players that came out of that eighteenth. But those top five picks, they, a lot of people claim that those were the best five picks of all time for one. You know, right those five picks right there.
0: Well, I don't know. It's uh, hard to hard to pick one year over the other because all those years you <laughs> mentioned were unbelievable. Hard to even believe that.
2: No, it really is. I wasn't aware of the '57 team with Brown, Horning, Dawson, Jurgensen, Parker, McDonald, Hickerson, Maynard, and Jordan. I was never. I I, I never realized that. No, nineteen sixty
0: four. You said 10, 10 Hall of Famers, right?
2: Uh, 64. The other one I brought up, I think it was, uh, well, 67 had eight Hall of Famers. And 64, you're right, Mark, 10 Hall wow. of Famers. Exactly. That's hard to beat. Paul Krause. Okay. People forget about him. He was the all-time interception leader. Nobody even talks about him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: All time interception. After all these years, he's still the all time interception.
2: Yeah. You never hear nothing. Well, you you watch a game today, and uh, the last ten years of football, I've been watching. You don't even people don't even bring up Paul Pratt. How could you not talk about him? Yeah,
0: and he and he started with the the Redskins. He played. <clears throat> he played equally well for for both the teams. He played for the Redskins and the Vikings. I don't know why the Redskins let him go.
2: but um, That's an odd thing. Yeah, yeah you're right about that. But that's what bad things are. Um, was, that, was he gone before George Allen marked, you know, or was he there still when George no, Allen was, came in? Yeah, he was gone. He was
0: with the Vikings. I don't think played oh. for the Redskins that long. Yeah. Maybe four, four or five years with the Redskins.
2: And, uh, I don't know why they let him go, but
0: <clears throat> that's what bad teams do, right? They let go.
2: No, they do. Yeah, I mean Bob Brown, another Hall of Famer out of that class. There was a guy probably before Eric Williams, maybe he might have been the nastiest tackle I think that ever played 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 pro football. He was he, this guy. That's he was shot. he was nasty. Bob Brown. He attacked. He attacked people. Was he? Was he with two? Was he? How many teams was he with? Mark was he? he was with more than two or three. Rams. I know the Raiders and the Eagles. Eagles, Right. The Raiders.
0: Rams, Eagles, Raiders. I think maybe that
2: was three. I I think that was it. Yeah, I think there was a there was a Sports Illustrated cover with him on it. I remember. I think it said "Bring on the Boomer." It was a picture huh. of Bob Brown. He was sitting yeah. there with his helmet on, or he might have his helmet on. But he, you know, he, he, that guy was a he was real huge, mean guy, huge
0: guy too, huge and nasty.
2: Yeah. Well, that was a we covered most yeah, of it, Mark. I that think was good. That was good. It was good talking to you oh, again. Of course, as usual, it was good seeing
1: you. Yep.